We've got an extra special 69 episode. <laughs> uh, sexy nine. Upside down. Sexy nine. Yeah. A nine we, sexy. Well, I hope we, you don't mean nine year olds. Well, I don't know what that means. It's gone oh. terrible already. Right, Let's okay. just start again. I'm not actually though, because that's funny. Uh, we, <laughs> we are joined and uh, you've definitely seen his images. I have basically admired them for a long time. Um, the stuff he does, not just his pictures of himself. Um, we've got Cammy from the... <laughs> Sorry, Cammy. Um, Cam... <laughs> it's because we've talked too much. We've already had too much fun and now we're giddy. Um, we've got Cammy from the Continuous Portrait Project. Hello. Hello there. How you doing? You all right? Hello, mate. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Appreciate it, mate. You, your 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 work is basically like a roll call of people who've been on our podcast. Yeah. So. Can we I, have the pictures? I did, I did notice that a little bit. You can use the pictures for whatever you want as long as you credit me. That's Would you, wh- wh- when you say right whatever thing. you want, what do you mean? Yeah. Within reason. Maybe we should have a talk about it first. <laughs> oh, too uh, late then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I did. I did notice that when I went through because I. As I've said already, but everyone listening hasn't heard that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, as I've said already, I went through, I, I'd listened to your podcast. I'd listened to the Lal Hardy one a few years ago or a year ago or whenever you did it. And um, uh, But I went back to, to listen to more when I found out I was going to be on. And there's a bunch of people on there that I've, I've met. Uh, yeah, Will Sparling is a favourite. Oh, he's he's best. one of our favorites. So he 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 Absolutely. he might be the funniest man in the world, and he, I think yeah. he knows that. And the funny yeah. thing is, as well, that on your podcast, it may be easy for people to think like, "Oh, he's just kind of putting that on because he's on a podcast." But that is like that is exactly who he is. That is exactly what yeah. we said. Like, I, I yeah. bet, I bet, living with him is fucking unbearable. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. I I was I was very lucky to I went out for a meal with him and like a few people in Norwich last year and yeah. um, or a few months ago and he was just he's fucking hilarious. He can do stand up, I reckon. If oh he really yeah, wanted to. yeah, yeah. I think he anyway. has, hasn't he? he? Tried it a bit. Yeah. He's the one who. He's him. one of the other reasons I said about I decided to do it because oh no, was it Keir or was it Will? Will one of them asked if we did stand up and I was like, I can't believe you think I could. So then oh, I tried yeah. it. Yeah, he's just incredibly naturally funny, I think. And yeah, yeah very yeah. funny. But yeah, there's a bunch of people on, on there as well. Like, uh, but yeah, Will's one was really funny. Did you listen to Keir's one after I said about um, Keir Phillips? I didn't, I don't think, actually. Oh, I, you should check I, it out because he is also incredibly funny. And incredibly yeah. photogenic as well as a bald man with a beard. He'd be right in your <laughs> sure. wheelhouse. They're, they're my favourite. Anyone that looks <laughs> even slightly... Like me or you, actually, is uh, well. I can't grow is, a beard, see. I'm, like everyone, everyone always you know, assumes that I'm really hesitant. The tash is like solid, though. The, the tash is solid as fuck. But if I grow it, yeah. it's just it's just a goatee, and I'm not I'm not 15 or 50, so I have no business having one. <laughs> <laughs> I had for years. I had a problem growing between my mustache and my beard. Yeah, so that, it was yeah. just like a solid upper lip, and then like solid and, down and, here, but not like a like it was like a mustache peninsula over the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have that. Yeah, yeah. It's only recently that it's all connected up, and That's now good. I feel confident in it. As my hair went, as my hair went from the top of my head, it all went onto my face. Because that's that's the, that's the thing that pisses me most off about being bald. And I hate being bald, but I started puberty very late. Like I was sixteen before I, before I, mm, <laughs> I was sixteen before I had hairs on my dick. You have hairs on your dick. Hairs right? on your dick. Yeah, it was a joke. 
<laughs> no, but you know, before, I, didn't, I didn't even notice. I was just like, yeah. I meant yeah. hair's around my dick. <laughs> but then, then yeah. I went, I went fucking. Oh. My my hair was jumping out the top of my head as soon as a, uh, as soon as it was growing out of my pods. Yeah, horrible. Oh, <laughs> so you've been normal aged for two months. Yeah, about it. As soon as it grew, it fell out. Oh, yeah. that's sad. I'm not. I've just. Why would you have to talk about it though? Because like, I don't want to visualize. I've. I've accidentally. Well, what about being bald? Because it's one of your favorite your things. Penis. Oh right. Oh yeah. About that. Oh, yeah. hair on the penis, and it's just. Oh. I just yeah. We, can, we don't need to talk about that. What we need to talk about though. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. I was. I was going to send this to my mum and dad to listen to. I got. Um, oh, if you could just skip. If you could just skip to six minutes in, and then yeah, then yeah. then listen from there. Just don't listen to podcast. anything Lucy says, Mum. Please <laughs> skip five minutes in. You'll yeah. be all good. It's fine. Yeah, it absolutely so, fine. Cammy, <laughs> let's talk about you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why are you bored? How, How long's your cock? <laughs> oh, is there hair? Okay, <laughs> Mum, listen right. to yeah, seven that's... minutes. Go from seven minutes. <laughs> um. <laughs> please can you tell us about the continuous portrait project how did you start it what made you start and how long have you been doing it and people who don't know what is it so well yeah big question i guess uh yeah but it's about seven with, questions it, man. yeah no i mean just tell is. us all you know just go just give us a monologue it's time for us to stop yeah, um, okay mum go gonna, from I'm eight minutes on now for five minutes <laughs> yeah <fine>. um, <laughs> Here it is. I, I've been thinking about this. No. Um, so, <laughs> a, as it stands right now, it's a continuous documentation in black and white photographs of tattooers and heavily tattooed people from around the UK at the moment. But it started off about, I think, probably about five years ago. Um, I was, I used to rock climb a lot, and some of my friends who I rock climbed with, they all had like sort of like vintage film cameras, like sort of proper like hipster point and shoot cameras that you put film Uh in, like something your mum and dad would take on holiday or whatever. And uh, there's a shop in Edinburgh, it's called Camera Base, and they sell like refurbed secondhand film cameras. Um, And I bought a film camera about five years ago. And I said that I was going to do 10 portraits of friends from around Edinburgh. And a lot of that, I was, I've always been involved in tattooing and like I grew up skateboarding and hardcore bands and like all, all the kind of cliche shit <laughs> that people who look like us kind of <laughs> like grow up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing. So I had a lot of friends in Edinburgh that were like quite, uh, quite interesting to look at and also quite interesting to like sort of be around. So I just, uh, I took a bunch of pictures of tattooers and, put them up and then at the end of the 10 days that I was originally going to do and this was just on like my personal Instagram or whatever I just I had really enjoyed it um so I kept doing it uh and it turned into I called it the continuous portrait project because I think originally it was like the the 10 days of portraiture or something like that I, I was just like I need to call it something called it that I changed my Instagram to it maybe like a month later uh and then probably about like three years later I was working um, like a nine to five sort of like horrible job that, you know, I was paying the bills and whatever. And um, I just met my partner, um, Freya. She's a tattooer. And um, I was kind of like she was going through her apprenticeship at that time. And I was like stoked on her doing her like artistic thing. And I was like, that's sick. I really want to do something with my life that's like a bit more than like a nine to five job. Because I was basically like 
working a nine till five and then like climbing on the weekends or taking pictures on the weekends or whatever. And a friend of mine that runs a cargo bike company um, in Edinburgh, they're like a sort of delivery firm that, that deliver to all these shops like via cargo bike in Edinburgh. So they work with like a hundred different companies. He'd seen my photos on Instagram and he was like, I want you to go and like do that, but with all our clients. So I went around all these shops and that was like my first like paid job. And then so you were just going around, so, many people, so it was for them like that something they could send yeah. look at all these different clients we work with. Yeah. For the for variation. Like Instagram and stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And like I sort of did that and I was doing it. I was being paid a very small amount by them to do that like one day a week um, on the weekends. I was working my nine till five and I was really enjoying doing it. And I was posting most of the images, not just on their Instagram explaining about like who they were working with but also posting them on my my own instagram and people seem to really like it and uh, you know like just one thing led to another and then probably like you know i went part-time and then was like trying the photography thing out and then about a year ago i had eventually sort of drummed up enough business with little people like little businesses and like sort of local things that i went full-time and that's really when I like started pushing the the continuous portrait project because I realised that all the work up until that point that I I got professionally had came from this Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, where I was just taking pictures of my friends in black and white and talking a little bit about it, um, and that's that's the story of it really. And then recently, I'd say maybe even like probably just like a year ago, actually a year and a half ago, I just like I noticed that people were really enjoying the tattoos content and i've always been into tattoos and obviously i'm heavily tattooed myself and my partner's a tattooer i'm around that all the time and i love it and i was always a bit like oh that's a little bit self-indulgent just to make it just tattooers but i noticed that the more that i made it just tattooers actually the sort of more attraction that it, it gained um so yeah about a year and a half ago i was like right this is just about heavily tattooed people and tattooers now and then I started traveling because I've had more time because I do it as a job. Um, I've had way more time to, to go around with it. And yeah, that's that's it. It's such, a, also... it's such a cool thing, isn't it? You know what I mean, Lucy? It's such a cool thing and such an obvious thing as well. Like tattooing, the, the reason tattooing is living and thriving is because of tat- uh, pictures of tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Like, those, like, if you go back to the early days of like, you look at the, all of that, like the Scottish traditional tattoos, all, all all of those accounts that are just what I'm giving to you is pictures of people with tattoos and their stories yeah. behind them. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. But there's so many things. I mean, I've just plucked that one out of my anus, but there's so many things like that, that photographs of, even in magazines when like 15 years ago, when I was thinking about getting a tattoo and I'd be looking at those magazines in, in shops it's the photos of tattoos. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't see those tattoos because I live in a well, I lived yeah. in a small place that just had one or two tattooists in, in the in the county. For sure. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You know what I mean? And and you look you look you you see your people you play football with. Right, they've got a yeah. tattoo. I want one, but that looks shit, so I'm not gonna get it. Yeah. But then you look in those magazines and you go, Whoa, look at these, you know, and it all yeah. comes from that. And you you're just like extending that to a to a point if you if you get what I mean. I think yeah, like I, yeah i was just gonna say like we you're absolutely right like tattoos like our my job is actually completely reliant on photos of tattoos and i 
I had a customer the other day and um she as soon as she came in she filled a cancellation for me and as soon as she came in I was like yes like she had all these tattoos done in the 70s she had like pink hair she was 63 and then we were chatting away and just hit it off straight away and she was awesome and she was like yeah this is by this person this is by this person and then the next she came in like the week a week later and bought me a load of old tattoo magazines some of which she was in um Ones like where she was getting tattooed at conventions by like old school tattooers like Ian Redding. And and she said that she knew Lau as well. Yeah. Um and um and like these old photos. Then I messaged Lau and he said he knew exactly who he was talking about. He had some photos of her. Amazing. And it's all photos, isn't it? Like she got a tattoo on her boob because she saw a photo in a magazine. And then yeah. Yeah. it's just, yeah, completely reliant on that. I, th- I think the whole tattoo industry is like I, I mean it's a visual art form isn't it so it's like I don't know like there's always been someone like me I'm not doing anything like mad uh, new or that no one's ever done before you know it's, there was uh, I mean there's been a bunch of photographers that have done that it's just trying to keep that alive because I think what's going on in the UK just now is like and across the world is like amazing you know tattooing is beautiful and crazy and fun and like the people involved with it are just like the best people ever and to let people outside of tattooing maybe or or people that don't get to go to all those conventions or like don't get to go to xyz tattoo shop um you know to let them see that's kind of like a a bit of the drive as well it's like I, i want people to see how cool it is and see the people behind it as well not just not just like the tattoos in a magazine like flat like yeah. I want it because people with tattoos interest me. You know, it's like I don't know, man. I just fucking I love tattoo. I want to look <laughs> oh. and make it look cool. Same, but exactly, yeah. In it, it's like the same as what you guys are doing. You're just showing like that there's like a real human side behind like behind the artist, behind the people that are heavily tattooed, as well as the tattoos. You know, I mean, they say human, but we're just showing people that there are dickheads behind. <laughs> The artist and the bad. tattoo. I like dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all about, isn't it? So when, <laughs> when we when we interviewed um uh Professor York and he would go around to like he would he would go and f- like try and find old tattooists' families and say, Hey, have you got any pictures of the stuff that your granddad did? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd, go, he'd go, uh well I don't well, I don't know. Hold on, let me have a look. And he'd find these things, and then Nick would go through them and go, oh, look at all of yeah. this stuff yeah. like that." And yeah. that, that stuff exists from yeah, a hundred years ago or uh, whatever. Absolutely. And, you're, and you you're... know what? Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you. Um, this is about you, I was mate. Say, so. the, no, no, no. <laughs> um, the, the the more that the the more that I've dug as well, like because I've met a lot of um, older guys through this like um there's a lady in edinburgh her name is morag sangster and she was like one of the oldest she she's the oldest female tattooer in edinburgh as far as i'm I aware see that. I see she that picture, had, yeah. she's cool as hell man if you ever get a chance to meet her she also like oh. liberates animals and she's like vegan and runs this like animal sanctuary on the side it's she's an incredible person like if you get wow. a chance yeah sounds, she's she sounds really right cool. in my wheelhouse yeah, <laughs> she's she's really 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 cool. I just did a full length like interview with her um for Ladies of Tattoo and Worldwide. So at some point that will be will be out. Um, but she's yeah she's really really cool. But she gave me this book, uh, Herbert Hoffman, 
I think was the guy that wrote it. And he was a tattooer from Amsterdam, but it, st- it he also photographed all of the all of the people that he um, he tattooed, and it starts like pre World War Two, and finishes like sort of eighties, I think. And he documented wow. every single person that he tattooed, and a lot of these guys were, you know, uh, closeted uh, gay people or or just mm. f- in those day and ages like uh, like societal fringe sort of mm. people, I guess, like. And it's just, it, but he did like the exact same thing that I'm doing, except maybe even more in depth. Like he interviewed them all, asked them what they thought about tattoos. The whole thing's written in, uh, do they speak Dutch in Amsterdam? Yes. Dutch? Yes. And the whole thing's <laughs> written in Dutch and in English. And like, there's, you know, the more and more people that I meet, the more I realize that what I'm doing is like completely the same as like a million people before me. It's just that yeah. I'm like maybe trying to do that same thing like, I also, nowadays, I also think know? it's if if you if you look at how the world is now where everything you know prime example when i went to meet my mate for a beer earlier there was a um a black and yellow tape around a um funeral directors right so i just took a picture of it sent it to my mate and said maybe they found a dead body in there <laughs> <laughs> shitty little joke That's clever. <laughs> but if if you but you can't Back in those days, the equipment you had to have to fulfill, a, a, you know, don't do, don't, don't move. You know, I've got. To, can you, can you? Sorry, can you get out? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. of that stuff. But now you can just, and you're yeah. away, and every everything is recorded and everything's published as well. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. In, instantly as well. That's the difference, isn't it? It's like the instant publication. Yeah. Like I can do it the same day. I can do it the yeah. day after. Yeah. I've actually del- deliberately over the last I think like my style for lack of a better word or whatever is like sort of changed in the last year I started writing a lot more and um I I now deliberately save all my photos and edit them once I'm home like from a trip so I'll go away to like wherever or or just out for the day you know it's whatever place and I'll come back and like look through everything I draft what I'm gonna write about and that you know because I think that maybe there's a lot of downfalls of social media isn't there but like i think mm-hmm. one of the biggest downfalls is that it's maybe too quick you know yeah. things are out there before you even really thought about it and like a lot of yeah. times i'll go back over images later and realize that there's another shot that i actually preferred to the one that i i put up straight away or you know do you know what i mean like yeah it's, it's funny how it changes like that i think because there's a lot of pressure on us to provide the content yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think so. so I think it's, it's something that I always, I always look at when I, and I don't, I, I would never look at a tattooist's photograph and say that shit or or that's whatever. But when it's like, you know, the time that it happens and you see it and you go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, there's just so much. It, it like you said, it's a, it's a total pressure on you to showcase yeah. your very, very personal art to yeah. the entire world but i've got to do it immediately do you know what i mean that's I, I it try not i try not let it get to me but it's like it's kind of weird isn't it because instagram is a platform that uh is i guess like aimed at maybe like content creators or people that can pump out two three videos a day two three reels yeah. two three stories you know but when you take it out the context of that because i i i mean i, I don't want to like big up what i'm doing too much or like put it on too high a pedestal but i guess that like 
the portraits I take can maybe be sort of placed somewhere along the lines of like fine art or like fine art uh -huh. photography, something I, like I, that. I, yeah, I'd agree. I'd, I'd agree. I, I don't go out and take 400 photographs. So I can't like, I can't post something every single day. But then when I come back from a trip, I'll always post once every two days and I'll write on the off day. So I'll like, I'll post a photo, write the next one, post it the day after. And it gets really bloody annoying because you see your engagement going up to like, my, I've got like 5,000 followers, but my engagement goes up to like 60,000 people really? or whatever are seeing it. And That's then so like interesting. In the sorry to, sorry, sorry it, to button that. It's so no, interesting because that is the polar opposite that you say, isn't it, Lucy? Yeah, literally. Really? Yeah. yeah, literally. Well, I've you, got like... You've got a higher follower count, but less... Less engagement, yeah. Less engagement, yeah. I hear yeah. that a lot with tattooers. Um, yeah. I don't know why that is. I, I can only speak from my own personal experience, but it's, yeah, that's how it is for me. Yeah, because we had cares <laughs> from Tattoo Smarter on, and she has the right. same. So she has like a maybe a smaller follower account but massive engagement because it's lots of people yeah. sharing it and yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah I think that it's maybe like so i've got like five thousand followers but there may be five thousand people that actually care about what i'm doing if mm -hmm. that makes yeah. sense and i'm not saying if you have like fifty thousand no, that true. it's not that but like I, I i think i feel like the people that actually follow my account generally are like engaging and looking at what i'm doing and reading the article underneath and stuff yeah so, but, yeah, it's Definitely. just I, I can't remember what my point really was there, but basically what I was saying was that it's like it's difficult as like someone that would maybe class themselves as an artist or a photographer mm -hmm. or even you yeah. know like or tattooers or whatever to post in a format that's not really designed for you, you know. Like, yeah. Really, if this was fifty years ago, if this even if it was thirty years ago, I'd be saving all these photos up to either do a book or maybe like a show like and I have done those things and it's been really nice to do that because it feels like how it should be seen you know yeah. rather than like Instagram's great but like fuck me like you put so much effort into like <laughs> yeah. what you're doing it's, and yeah. you know like every, yeah. even like the cameras like the camera that I have it shoots like such a high like I don't know like, I'm not going to go into tech I honestly don't really care about technical aspects of cameras and stuff but it shoots a really nice looking picture that you can like blow up to i've got one just up here that's like a1 and it's beautiful and detailed and rich and like a good print or like a good like you know like any kind of art but then i have to compress it <laughs> so like, yeah. whatever. And, it, and, and, like, and even if you don't instagram will compress it itself and yeah yeah i wish it looked like you've taken it on a toaster like, yeah 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 it looks like i've taken it on an old nokia or something you know like <laughs> yeah but i mean you know it, it, i don't know it, it's a topic that I could go on about all day because it is annoying, but it's also just kind of what we have to do, what yeah. people in this industry have to do. I know, um, that's it. I It makes me so sad. Um, I'm interested to know, how did you go from doing the photos to being a columnist for Total Tattoo and the other writing that you do? That's a good question. That's a cool question. Thanks. Uh, and a question I really hoped you'd bring up because there's a lot of people that I need to like thank for that. Uh, oh. so basically uh, t uh so do you know do you guys know jim aitken no no uh so he, he runs the scottish national tattoo convention oh okay uh, yeah the one that's held know. every year in edinburgh yeah he, he's brilliant he's like actually some side note remind me where i was going i'm gonna go off on a little <laughs> tangent but okay the first tattoos that i ever saw were done by jim aitken they were on my uncle who's like you know he's not he's i think he's just coming up 
Oh, I don't want to miss <laughs> misquote this. Sorry if you're listening, Glenn. I think he's coming up forty. I think he's just turned forty. <laughs> but he might have just good. turned fifty. But I can't remember. He looks, <laughs> we'll, looks twenty five. We'll, 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 we'll go with forty. Are we pleased with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks for like looks for looks twenty five, but maybe turning forty, maybe turning fifty. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my uncle Glenn uh, had tattoos by this guy Jamaican, and. That is the so I took Jim's photo not just because he runs the Scottish National Convention but also because he is largely to blame for the fact that I'm tattooed. I would say because it's some <laughs> yeah. of the first tattoos that I saw, right? So I took Jim's photo and he was like, You should get in touch with because uh, Jim was putting me in his uh convention in Edinburgh, which is like 20 minutes from my house. So I was doing an exhibition there, and that was like one of the first ones that I was offered. Um and he was like, you should get in contact with Perry from Total Tattoo because A, you'd love him and B, uh, he might put you in the magazine. He might he might give you a slot at the convention. So I basically wrote this email to Perry who runs Total Tattoo. Um, and I was like, I do this thing. You may be interested in it. Like, I, I don't know like if you if you want to do it or, or whatever. Uh, and he got back to me instantly or almost instantly, like same day. And he was like, I would love to do an article on you for Total Tattoo and I would absolutely love to put you at uh, London and the Big North Tattoo Convention, which is held in Newcastle. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, it was a really, I mean, he, he from the get-go was just super supportive of what I do. Uh, and very Perry like... was I'm sorry to interrupt but I'm just going to no, no, also no. thank Perry because he was super supportive like, we contacted him about our penis calendar that we did for Terry and he was all <laughs> over it straight away and yeah. did a really lovely feature and and made a good joke about um when someone contacted me asking if I wanted to see some dick pics yeah great Perry's uh, all around good guy dick lover shout yeah. out Perry I'm sure a lot of people. What did you say then? You said Dick Love. I'm sorry, sorry Perry. Perry. I'm just, I know doesn't you matter. Like if it, it, yeah, Dick Art. This is chaotic. Sorry, uh, Dick. Dick Art. No, lover Perry. <laughs> Perry. Dick Lover Lopez. I don't know what his surname is. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you guys know what he's like, and yeah. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this will know what he's like because he's he's great. This is Good Time Charlie, and you're listening to How Much for a Sleeve. So I, 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 like I said, I, I, I met, I, Perry said to me, he was like, I'd love to do an article in the magazine and I'd love to put you in both London and uh, the Great North. And then I went to Brighton Convention, which was in March, um, yeah. and he did an interview with me there. And basically after the interview was done, I was like, please let me write for your magazine. <laughs> right, simple as that. Uh, that's the best yeah, way to do anything isn't it, is isn't it ask yeah and also be, being the fact that you're even in the room the fact that he's asking yeah. you to do something means like maybe you yeah, can yeah. do other stuff well I, i'd always kind of thought i was like i'd quite like to get something like published like i'd like to do a book or i'd like to write for someone because mm -hmm. i enjoy the writing aspect of it just as much as i enjoy the photos or at least i do now and perry was like always like super he was like man i love it one of the first things he said to me was that he liked my style of writing he said i had a really good conversational style and no one had said to me that the writing was good before that like oh, everyone right. goes on about the photos the pictures, but he yeah. was like 
I like your writing. And I was always told at school like that I couldn't write and like I was dyslexic. I couldn't handwrite very well. I spelled everything wrong, whatever. Um, and he uh, he just gave me like, he, I mean, he's a super positive guy, but he gave me like a lot of confidence. So by the end of that interview, I was just like, look, man, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he'll remember it differently. And I probably said it in a better way than I'm saying it right now. But I did. I, did, I, I basically said to him, I was like, look, man, if you ever need anyone to, to write for you. And he was kind of like, we don't really have any jobs, like full-time writers like we've got like a couple of people that work for us and like whatever and i was like can i do like a page i was like can you give me a page <laughs> and he was like yeah we could probably give you a page and then that like the the interview came out and it was like fucking they gave me like six pages which was wild they like included like so much of like my stuff and like this big long interview with me which was like wild i'd never done anything like that before and then like the magazine after that he was like right you can you can do your thing and they've so what kept did you write letting about? me do my thing my first one was about fidget from glasgow mm-hmm. oh cool because um, she was already booked in to do the portrait project i'd already asked her and then when i found out about total tattoo because of what she does uh for anyone that doesn't know um fidget is a tattooer from glasgow who is amazing for for kickoff she's an amazing artist and an amazing tattooer she does like really good, like contemporary. I don't even know how to describe like illustrative stuff. That, but the 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 way that she tattoos it almost looks like it should be a tattoo. Like it's not traditional, but it's like traditional, traditionally applied. And her uh-huh. her art is amazing. But then on top of that, she's done a lot of work with um, Rape Crisis Scotland and a lot of work with like women's charities and just she she's been involved in so much stuff. Um, all really positive stuff and i i knew that i was gonna interview her for for the project but i was like if i'm if i get one chance to do something in a magazine (laughs) i might as well make it like someone that matters and she's a great tattooer but also has a lot of good things to talk about so i maybe bit off a little bit more than i could chew because there was a lot of like court that's quite that's quite that's quite a heavy thing to yeah yeah i I definitely felt that as well when i did it but i'm glad that i did it because i think that it sort of like I I did it deliberately because I was like I want to make sure that people know that I'm like I mean I, I'm I'm starting as I mean to go on do you know uh-huh. like I want to talk about like actual stuff not just oh this is a great mum dad heart with a scroll you know like I uh-huh. did, like that's cool and everything but like I want to talk about the people as well as the tattooing you know you said something there about um how you um you you struggled at school with with writing and things like that is that yeah, so that must have been like quite a big. I'm I'm yeah. I'm jumping into a paddling pool that I don't know a lot about here. If I'm yeah going to go and oh, write a- write for absolutely. a published magazine, how how was that? But like a, well, like I said, it is a lot of it was you know Perry giving me like the confidence because he said to me he was like, and I I I'll get emotional about Perry because like we've only known each other maybe like six seven months, you know, since March since I met him in uh, in Brighton. But, like, that man, like, gave me, like, so much confidence to, to just go, fuck it. Like, if nice I think one. I can do it, I can do it. And, like, you know, I was doing it anyway. I was writing anyway. But it was just, like, on a bigger scale. But the funny thing is that, like, it wouldn't have mattered how fucking shit I was at school. Because, like, <laughs> oh, when you work for a magazine, you send everything to an editor anyway. So, after, <laughs> I, so like, after I've written it, it doesn't matter if I've spelt 
50 words wrong and like used incorrect punctuation because there's someone that picks through that stuff anyway so occasionally i'll write something and like they'll swap a word around that maybe just sounds better like a different way or like you know it's not much it's still my words like i like the the article when i read it back to myself it's me you know it's not they've not changed like sentences but they change like little things just so that it reads slightly better. And as far as I'm aware, that's how every big magazine works. Um, although yeah, I don't know much other, other than what I'm doing. But yeah, like, what was your question? Did you say? Did you ask me how no, it was? No, at school no. It, 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 there was the, there was another one to come on the end of it. But my, my actual question was like how like it must have been scary. But you've answered that with with how kind Perry was to yeah. just be it, it, be, it be was helpful. Scary. And yeah. the, the second part of it would be, do, do you still speak? Are any of your old English teachers on Facebook so you can just give a big fuck off? Uh, <laughs> do you know, I have I've spoken to a couple of teachers from school, but the, the one is that, that were, like, were they really... kind to you, though, I suppose, is the, the question. If they tried to help you and were trying to give well, you at school. guidance, were they were they good or were they cunt? No, my my school fucking sucked, man. Like, <laughs> fuck them. I, I, I went to I went to like sort of. Uh, I don't know what you call it in England. Is it state school? Like school yeah, yeah, yeah. supplied yeah. by the government. Like just say, yeah, yeah. I went to like a normal school in a place outside of Edinburgh called Bonnerig, which is like an old ex-mining town. Um, and I lived there with my mum and dad. Um, and my school was like, I, I didn't hate school, but it just wasn't for me, I would say. Like I just, mm-hmm. uh, I'm completely quoting that from a Jamali Maddox interview that I watched <laughs> not too long ago. <laughs> Because he said the exact the exact same thing. Um, he said that school it didn't fail him, but he felt like it wasn't designed for him. Um. And I think that's the most like diplomatic way to 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 talk about school for me is like to say that that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Because, but yeah, I, I the day that I left school, I like I had dyslexia, but it was like um, it was discovered late on, and you know, like all my teachers just told me that I wasn't working hard enough. And the one thing I remember from school, the, the biggest takeaway is that I gave all my books back to my English teacher on the last day of, uh, like, on the last day that I spent at school because I knew I was leaving. So I went around and took all my, my books back. I don't know why the fuck I did that. Probably it's a big fuck you, to be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I took, took all my books back and this woman announced to the class as I left that I looked like a man that would never do anything with his life. That is genuinely, wow. that is a quote. Like, just say, like, you, both yeah, of my, my parents God. are teachers and i've hung around with a load of teachers some of my friends are teachers that is fucking horrible what a fucking horrible thing to say to anyone imagine imagine saying that to anyone ever yeah man that fuck. is so I mean, nasty it, it really messed with me for years because like, it wasn't i bet until, it fucking like, did because they're, the, you know, they're like, your authority figures they're teachers are yeah. doctors they're policemen they're police oh yeah absolutely firefighters yeah. Do you know what i mean they're like yeah it they're is, on that level. Been... They're, they're the ones that are supposed to be helping you. And they say something like that. Fuck them. Yeah. And I think that's why I go back to the Perry thing. But like when he said that to me, like when Perry said, he's like, I love your style. It's like a really good conversational style. And then like, let me write for the magazine. Yeah. Like, can you, mm-hmm. can you imagine that, how much I, I, that? What, like, what I would like to me, happen you know? there is you, you probably had that teacher just sat here for your, for your whole life. Yeah. 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 And then when Perry said that, it just floated off. <laughs> and never never came back into your conscious again it's one of the coolest that that weekend at brighton was like one of the coolest weekends i've ever had in my life like and i never even you know like i write about tattooing and like i write about cool people that i meet and whatever and it's still like a lot of it is just on me like it's stuff that i just want to do it's not like my 
like I take pictures for a living. I'm mm -hmm. a photographer, but it's not all this, you know, like this is a very small percentage of what I do. Like, although it takes up most of my time, but it's a very small percentage of like my living and my income. Yeah. But like to have it happen on any fucking level is crazy cool Absolutely. to me. Like, you know, and like I said, that's why I need to big up Perry and big up the whole, the whole big up. Who the fuck am I? That's <laughs> fine. I don't talk like that. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> fine. <laughs> props, 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 is, props, is, props is sound, man. Props is safe. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> I'm trying to speak like someone way cooler than I am. But um, uh -huh. no, like, I, mean, so, I have so much love for the for the guys at Total Tattoo because shout out them, they're the bollocks. Yeah, they've not just given me like a, a a job or like an article. They've given me like confidence genuinely i mean that oh that's awesome nice that is great so it? out of the people that you've taken pictures of who could you choose like your most interesting or have you had any standout experiences positive oh, i've had so many cool so many cool people i mean like so for for this I'll, I'll say a couple of obvious ones that i think are really obvious and then i'll go into like maybe some like less obvious ones awesome. but i mean lal and grace Oh. Or, so again for people that maybe don't know lal hardy probably one of the most like important tattoos that, that was where i in, first got got onto you was was that one was loud right yeah. yeah yeah i think that's the same for like a lot of people like that that couple of months i did like lal and i did grace at the same time so i think grace brought in like a lot of the younger crowd and lal was like maybe gave me a bit of credit with like the older generation of tattooers like but, tattoos like, of the round Knights of the Round yeah. Shader crew. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the 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 old stuffy guys. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, like both those people were genuinely in my head celebrities. Like <laughs> Lau, like Lau with the the there's like a small. I would say like one of my biggest inspirations is like the Vice Tattoo Age series, and I'm sure that's a yeah. lot uh -huh. of people. But uh, not just for obviously, I'm not a tattooer, but from like a filmmaking standpoint, from like a storytelling standpoint. I'm from like just it being really fucking cool standpoint. Like I love those documentaries. And Lal yeah. had like a little section in one of them. There's like a 20 minute Lal Hardy episode that isn't like part of the main series, but it's like an extra. And I remember watching that like 18 year old me being like, wow, there's guys, there's guys that Vice care about, and they're they're in London. They're not that far away. Like I can get a train there. Like you know, like so like he meant a lot to me. And Grace, obviously, like growing up, like liking tattooing like an alternative stuff i'm 27 so when i was like 18 you know she was just like getting her like fame i would say mm -hmm. like fame or like or yeah. the you know whatever and like grace is like <laughs> one of my like idols you know like both those guys <laughs> I, I don't care that i sound like a complete dork because i i i'm not at all I, you know like those guys were, we're all dogs were, i looked up to them so yeah you know but I know that when I talk about them like this, I know that like a lot of tattooers will watch this or listen to this or whatever and be like, oh, they're just guys. And yeah, they are. But to me, like 18 year old Cami, those guys are the coolest people in the world. And I, I got think to it's, tattoo... only, it's only those people who think we're just guys. Everyone else thinks the same. Yeah. <laughs> I literally fangirl but... over every guest we have because I hold yeah. everyone we have in such high esteem. Like there were so many tattooers who are absolute celebs to me and Grace and yeah. Lal are up there as well. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just have so much respect for them, like certain people yeah. and, and speaking to them is like such a joy. Do you, do you have any oh, respect for great. me? No. Oh, next one. <laughs> Carry on, Cameron. 
um <laughs> yeah so those guys those guys were really cool and and also like sort of maybe signified the start of like me photographing tattooers that were a bit more well-known or heavily tattooed people that were a bit more well-known and then i'd say my favorite one overall or my favorite thing that i've done with the project i'll say a couple of stories but maybe like my favorite thing if i the pinnacle of it all was there's a guy from edinburgh called bill hooper who sadly literally just a couple of weeks ago passed yeah, away um and like bill you know bill's tattoos growing up in edinburgh there's a street in edinburgh called leith walk and it's like a big sort of it's not like a main street but it's like sort of main street adjacent like it's still in the center of edinburgh it's kind of like you go there when you were young to get like there's like maybe like head shops there and there's like sort of weird like supermarkets of all different ethnicities it's a right like melting pot it's like the sort of hipster end of town it's a bit like gentrified now and bill's tattoos has been there for 60 years like wow. or it had been there for ju just approaching 60 years and yeah. i was i was approached by his daughter-in-law um to do a series of like photos of him because he was unfortunately uh, he had stage four cancer and mm. he was like sort of coming to the end of his career and he knew that he needed to shut the shop and they were sort of winding everything down and um she wanted to like commission me for a set of portraits and i said to her i was like look <laughs> this is what i do anyway just let me talk to him i was like can i just go in and talk to him and i kind of i toyed with the idea of photographing him before that but people had kind of said you know he's a bit ill and you know he's never really been good with like the press and he, mm. he didn't like anything like that so I was a little bit apprehensive to do it, but I, I went there and this notorious hard man was like so nice, you know, like su such a nice guy and like took time to properly talk to me. And his uh, his family told me recently that they think that the photos are like some of the only photos that have been taken of him that capture like him because he's smiling oh. in them and stuff. Wow. And uh, there's a book written by Terry Manton, um, right. who's a Scottish tattoo historian um and he he put out a book about bill's life and used like my photos on the cover which it wow. was just wow, really mate. fucking nice so and i i got tattooed by him as well and um you know it was just it, to to be to do something like that and then to have the photos used you know to to remember him a little bit i guess mm. was that that's really really nice and it's one of the most meaningful uh like one of the most meaningful shots that i've ever taken and like wow. properly was like i don't know it was it was lovely to do it it was lovely to be asked to do it to be trusted to do it that's the thing um, isn't it? the trust thing of, yeah 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 i think that was a big part of it like because it was kind of not like a big responsibility but obviously they they wanted the photos because they knew that it was sort of getting towards the end and like yeah. there was a bit of responsibility that came with that i felt like i i, I absolutely um, yeah did the You've got one. You've got one shot of that. I know everyone says about yeah. wedding photos. Are oh, you? Only, yeah, that's yeah. statistically most of you twice. But yeah, on, <laughs> yeah, like that. That is so yeah. hard. Like if yeah. you you've got to get that for sure. You know. And I feel really genuinely like proud of the photos that yeah. I made of him because so I think they caught him caught him well. And you know, we talked about tattooing as well. And like I think because I'd done my research and because I've been around and I've talked to all guys and younger guys and heard a lot about tattooing in scotland specifically um i yeah i managed to maybe like talk to him a bit more like a a peer rather than some kid because i feel yeah, like there's a absolutely. lot of times yeah. like yeah. i worry about walking into the older guys studios and 
just being viewed as like some hipster kid that has tattoos on his hands and neck and doesn't like, <laughs> know. But yeah, the the ones with Bill were were great, and like I said, I managed to get tattooed by him as well, like a Amazing. week later, um, wow. which was really nice. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. And then one last one, I shot photos of a guy called Spicy Mustache, who is oh, a I know him, the vegan chef guy. Yeah, 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 and he like grows all the stuff in his garden, and like yeah. him and his his partner is a tattooer, and he's like super super heavily tattooed as well. So that was like a really cool like crossover, and him and his him and his partner like made me dinner, and wow. like I, I went and had dinner with them, and they brought stuff out of the garden and showed me all the, the the stuff that they they do, and we talked a bit about like sorry because he's like an influencer like full time, and that's like his whole thing now. So we like talked a lot about that, and yeah, I got to spend like an afternoon with them. So like that's the like that's the cool thing about it. It's like yeah. you know like I get to do those the older guys that have been tattooing forever, and then like because I'm leaving it open to just like anyone that's heavily tattooed occasionally i get to do like really weird obscure cool stuff and there's a million other stories by the way i could keep going on forever like it's you could write a book. the best time uh, maybe <laughs> if anyone wants to put one out <laughs> 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 <Get in touch. laughs> yeah, so I how do you like <laughs> uh, oh yeah that's true actually <laughs> Um, how do you decide to like how do you choose who you're gonna have on the project? Like, um, do you yeah, how do you do it? <laughs> it's I like to think it's like fairly organic. So it started off with like people around Edinburgh and around Glasgow and, and then branched out from there. And then sort of the first trip that I went to London, I just picked I think it was like maybe eight people. I was there for like two days and I was like eight people that I knew, you know, eight uh -huh. tattooers in London that I knew. You mean and then new, from there, new or new of? New of, new of. Right. So Lal, right. Grace, you know, like, and then so it's people asked, you, you feel feel like you could approach rather than rather yeah, than just well, say, "Hello, I want to take even, a picture of you," and they go, "Fuck off, I'm busy." Yeah, I mean, yeah. me, it wasn't even like people I knew, but just people like I heard of, and then yeah, I think so, I that's, tattooed... that's still pretty. That's still pretty heavy to know. You know, go. Yeah. I mean, take a picture <laughs> yeah. of you. I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah, Still like, I'm, yeah. You know, loads, loads of people might ask them that. Who knows? That first trip, I, the first trip to London that I did, and w specifically with photography in mind, I asked a guy who, do you know 1770 in Brighton? Those guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, there's a dude, dude that works there called Jack Newton, and I've been tattooed at 1770. Hi, this is Tess Holiday, and you are listening to How Much for a Sleep. And if I were you, I would turn this shit off. It's, it's fucking trash. I was saying that i think i saw so jack newton who worked yeah. at 1770 yes he was yeah. like the only tattooer in england that i knew like <laughs> like knew personally uh -huh. and uh, i asked him i was like have you could you give me a list of people like in london that you think that i should photograph and i used like i <laughs> messaged everyone and like used his name i was like jack newton said that i should photograph <laughs> you you know because like i'd already photographed him as well so it was like you know i could sort of say like so that, that that was the start of it. And then it's all been like organic from there. I sometimes I say to people that it's a bit like, um, have you heard of the paperclip experiment? No. Yeah, we it's like sell a paperclip and then buy yeah, someone else. Yeah, a house or whatever, right? So it's like this guy in America, like he, he sold a paperclip on, on eBay for like 20 pence or whatever. And then sort of worked his way up. And it was kind of like the same. Like I just like, I photographed people and then... Um, you know, they, they would maybe tell a friend or I would ask them to tell a friend. And then through that, I sort of, it's easier now because like I've been doing it for longer. So I just sort of know people 
a bit more. And then also because I think so many people have seen the pictures now, uh, it's like especially within tattooing, and there's maybe only sort of me doing it. There's there's like a couple other photographers that do like heavily tattooed people, but it's not necessarily what I'm doing. So I think like people sort of know now. So usually I can I can now message someone and be like, I do this thing. It would be really cool if you were up for it. But I sort of I still describe what I do. I'm like it's more about the chat. It's more about like learning about you as a person. It's less about aesthetics of tattooing. More about right. you. Right. I can I've definitely like been aware of it for a while and it enjoyed the images that I see. So I think it's definitely getting more and more tattooers are aware. Also like some of the caliber of the people that you do tend to get on, like I'm like, oh that's nice to see Grace <laughs> Neutral in HD. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if them um, is is sorry, what were you gonna say? No, no, I was just gonna say I've been very lucky. Like I think uh I've been able to photograph some people that I never thought that i'd be able to so it's really cool i, th- I, I feel like that, that with this yeah that, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, L- lucy to be fair is gifted and clever and i'm really not and the fact that i get to speak to people on here like i probably shouldn't ought to be able to speak to them and fanny about with them and just hang around with them and tit about and make them laugh and, <laughs> and laugh at me and then and then somehow some of them become my friends yeah, yeah. which I mean, is so it's, nice it's so nice but- I think I was just a bit ballsy in the beginning. Like I was messaging all these yeah. like big time tattooers and just like fuck it, I'm just gonna ask. Yeah. And then and then some of like the weight of those then gave us more kind of gravitas with other people. But yeah, yeah. um it's just yeah, it's that the we also get people on in a kind of organic way, like Danielle message you got tattooed by Danielle. Danielle yeah. messaged me and said, Oh, you should get Cami on because it's yeah. really interesting. She said and to me, she was like, You should go on this. <laughs> like, <I was> like, <laughs> to be fair, she should have said that. Safe Danielle, what's up? Yeah. She should have said that to Lucy, to be fair. Great tattoo. <laughs> that isn't on you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come on your podcast? Make them have you. That's yeah. all over it. <laughs> all over it <laughs> um, um yeah so it sounds like you guys have had a, a similar journey to like me in terms of how you've how you've found people for what you do but it's just yeah it's just been like one big sort of game of i don't know i want it's, it's kind of yeah it's like a game of who who can hear about you who can you yeah. speak to you know there's a word for it and it's escaping my brain right now networking yeah. It's yes. a big networking oh, game. Fucking like, what a word. <laughs> I guess I had to kind of level up though, like because I knew so many already from tattooing. Yeah, yeah. But... yeah that's true. Yeah, but... I suppose that's the difference. Maybe for me, is that I have to convince people that they want to do it, even though I'm like I'm an imposter. I'm like nothing to do with <laughs> tattooing. <laughs> I just that, yeah, to that, like that, it. Do, that doesn't make you an imposter though. Yeah, just an enthusiast. Like, yeah, rather than a maker. I... I, I do something brilliantly that you do badly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, um, I was going to try and think what you do brilliantly that I do badly. What, um, you have a penis brilliantly, Mick. Sorry, th- I'm just directing this to Mick. I'm not making assumptions. Um, to We're not make, you're not Mick assuming has, he has a penis. Mum, listen to um, <laughs> one hour twenty-two. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm going to give them like time windows that they can listen. To. Well, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what I can do. I will do this for you because I'm kind. I will clip it from about eight minutes to nice. an hour and an hour and twelve. You can say, "Hey, family, listen to this." Six. 
and they'll yeah, go, yeah. why didn't why didn't they say goodbye to you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've not said anything. No, um, you're fine. You're fine. It's, no, it's, it's, it's mainly me. just you guys. So like, I feel okay about it, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I've just got a shout at Elvis. Um, oh, who have you got on your list that you really want to take photos of? Oh, shall I, shall I get the physical list? Well, I would have thought so. Oh, yeah, so. you can do. He's, I want to see he's at the top of the list. Hold on, hold on. Okay. If it isn't podcast extraordinaire Mick Tickner, I'm going to be furious. Oh, he did tell me that you were at the bottom, actually. Least likely. But I'm, on least I'm on the list. I'm on the list, though. <laughs> I'm on the list. Promise me uh, I'm on the list. I put Elvis's litter tray in the hallway, which is adjacent to where I'm positioned. Um, he's making a bad stench. The, yes, there is a stench. So and it's it almighty. Fuck! Oh, it's, it's actually a whiteboard. a whiteboard. It's a physical list. Yeah. <laughs> um, Love that. There's a few people that like I may never get to do. Oh my god! I that... see some names. That I if you get them on, you've got to tell them to come yeah. on here. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So I've got Simon Neal, who is the front man of Biffy Clyro, but also yeah. probably I just sit back down. I don't know why I'm standing <laughs> up like a school teacher. Um, <laughs> like Simon teacher, Neal, though. who's the front man of Biffy Clyro who was probably, like, one of the first, like, tattooed yeah. people that I ever saw. I'd agree with that. As well. you know, no, yeah, like, it, it was probably... I, I I knew people who had arms stuff, but he had a full... It was the chest. Yeah, it was everything. It was everything. Kind of, like, before that was, like, yeah. really, like, popular as well, I guess, yeah. like, sort of earlier. So when I was in high school, I, like, idolised him. And he's Scottish, obviously, so he's not even that far away. He lives in, like, Ayrshire <laughs> or something. So, like, <laughs> you know, if I just need the connection. I need someone to introduce me or whatever. I've got Sam, if you're listening, mate, just uh, yeah. give me give me a shout. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that to all of these. Um, <laughs> I've got Frank Carter next on the list, who I actually nearly photographed. Absolutely, he, 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 that that is right. I, I I don't know him, but that's absolutely well. Yeah. He was up for it, and then I, I think he had like some, you know, he's a very busy man, being famous yes. and everything. So the he, uh, he sort of like said that he would do it and then it, it didn't come to fruition or whatever so yeah uh i'd love to take your picture if you're listening <laughs> um monomy frost who yeah. was again like really like cool tattooed model when i was growing up and obviously yeah. um you guys have had and reese on haven't you we have yeah am i pronouncing that badly no that was good oh, all right i got it cool yeah what? um so like I'd, I'd like to photo him uh, him and her or her or you know whatever Yes, Sam Carter from Architects. Yes, um, absolutely. Lo I love him with all my heart. I had um, Architects fan. I uh, so the first gig that I went to see out of lockdown was Architects uh, in a oh, student amazing. gig at Leeds with about. Um, yeah. Fortunately, my my girlfriend is a music journalist, so I was able oh. to. I, I can I can I can have access to things like she this can set you up. That, yeah, I, that, yeah, I, yeah. that I didn't that I didn't really ought to have access to, but yeah, we went to watch <laughs> that gig and it, yeah. we, we had a poster that they all signed for everyone oh, who came. Unreal. It was, yeah. and, you know, I, I don't know if you, you go and watch a lot of music. I from this, you go and watch a lot of live things. Yeah, like when it was, up, when it when it was taken away from me, it was like a big thing. It was really quite difficult, and when when it went back, I properly got weepy about it when I was. Oh yeah. Sit there for sure. It's it's, it's even. It's double bad with the architects because of yeah, of course, their, yeah, their <laughs> materials, which makes you think. Remember all your dead friends. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking For sure. tears. I, the same thing with me. I went to see Frank Turner when everything kicked back in. I, I love Frank Turner. 
Would you and like to know an interesting story about me and Lucy that connects Frank Turner to both of us? I'd love to hear that. I have a really shit tattoo from Lucy of Frank Turner's guitar from uh, Poetry of the Deed album. Really? Cover. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> the, the writing on my chest, I've got like some script on my chest and it says rock and roll could save us all. Yes. I'm a big Frank yeah, Turner fan. Well. So. Also, I said it that loud. That tattoo isn't shit. That tattoo means so much to it's me. Terrible. She knows it does. Yeah. She hates Aww. it. I Sometimes fucking the shit is love it. Very, like, easily the best. I tattoo. fucking love it with all my heart. I was an apprentice. I went hard on the lines. And yeah, I had to, I, we had to abort Those some of the lines. Stay, though, yeah, when 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 I when I meet you, we'll show it, and you can you can give it a little kiss, and Lucy Absolutely. will look at it, and, and go, then I'll fine. show I'll show you what Mick did on me, and it'll make me feel bad. I Sorry, I I you you put too you put too many things in my head. What? Who else have you got on your on your whiteboard? I'm gonna smash through the rest of the whiteboard so that yes. it's yes. not okay. smashed. Um, but, so... but what, what will happen is every time you say something, we'll go, "Oh my god, I'm making yeah. one from <laughs> chaotic." Well, it's just it's cons- uh, consolidating in my head the the idea that I should photograph these people if nothing else. And um, Duncan X is next Duncan on the list. Duncan X, that'd be uh, great. I haven't managed to pin him down, but hopefully it'll happen. I've been in contact with the studio a couple of times. Last time he was unfortunately ill while I was in London. Um, but hopefully we'll make that happen. Um, I've got Ed Hardy on there. Oh. Chances of that happening. Unless some mad company wants to pay for me to go to America and do it all. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but, you know, never say never, but I'd love to I'd love to do that. Um, and then the other guys, I've got Action Bronson on there because he's a yes. personal hero. Um, yeah, that's the list. That That's oh. the... Is, 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 um, have, you, have, you, have you got any, like, um, I don't know, Slightly tubby, bald, white, mustachioed podcasters on there. Well, you guys are obviously now on the list. Hey! You'll, be added, <laughs> you'll be added after this. But yeah, of course, I'd love to do that because it would make sh- it would make the the circle complete, for lack of a better oh, word. Oh yeah! Like if you guys are gonna, you know, have me on this, of course I'm gonna have you. We'll, we'll do that at Brighton next year then. Yeah, for sure. If if, oh, I'm, yeah. there, if I'm there, I'm not. I'm not certain if I'm going to do... I did four conventions this year, and they were amazing. And I have no regrets about doing them. But I could have... Because obviously, like, I don't... It's not... I'm not saying that tattooers make a lot at them, because I know that it's not always like that. But for me, I was literally just going to show off my work. So I basically had to, like, book an Airbnb. Yeah, uh, You know, like, eat dinner every night. Like, it was just... a lot. It was... It was expensive. Did you have to pay, for, you have to pay for your booth? No, no, okay. no I, none of them as well. Okay, I, so that's I, cool. I did Brighton, I did Edinburgh, and I did London and the Big North, and no oh, one charged cool. me for my booth. But of course, I'm not really selling anything. <laughs> I have like I have prints with me that people can buy, but it's a bit of a hard sell because like who wants a picture of a tattooer that they don't know in their <laughs> living room? Would you like you know, a picture of someone else or a picture of yourself? No, that's even worse. Next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like you know, I have t- I have t-shirts now. I just got some merch made. Um, so like, just for the record, I would absolutely have a picture of me in my living room. Yeah, okay. I'd have a picture of um you on a t-shirt and wear that. But me? Yeah. What doing what? That one with the big neck. Yeah. The big jowls. <laughs> yeah. The one that. where you're. Pressing the can against your face because it's cold and you're hot. And you're <laughs> yeah. That was me saying, Lucy said, it's your birthday. We should do a post about uh, all, so all of our followers can wish you happy birthday. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay, cool. I'm just resting a, a I, th- I believe it was a tin of Jaipur uh, Indian pale <laughs> yeah. ale. Yes, it was. W- w- wasn't expecting that to be published, but. 
Yeah. It has been a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, you could yeah. say, I'm a fine art photographer, in fact. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even, even, though, even, even though I took the photo that... <laughs> That yeah. I then sent yeah. to you. I screenshot it actually. Man, um, I meant to ask this earlier. Do you still yeah. do any photos on film? Uh, I do occasionally, but to be honest, like I this year I went self-employed fully, and I spent a, a bit of money on like a nice uh, like SLR that I use like for everything. So, um, no, is uh, no, short answer no. I don't really, but I occasionally do if I'm feeling a bit fun on the weekends. Yeah. You know, but actually, treat yourself. More, more. It's like I'll shoot film if like me and Freya go out on like a day out. You know, because I think it's quite fun. But like, I wouldn't, uh-huh. I wouldn't want to go. There's so many variables with film, and like when I go right. to like, I wouldn't want to meet Lal for the first time or something. Shoot it all on film and then fuck it all up. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to go back to London again and do it. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, so like, just, just say that that wasn't with Lal Hardy. That was with Lol Harder. Lol Harder. I, I know. I <laughs> I find yeah. it so hard to say Lal. I, 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 I literally name. thought I about it out forget. loud just then. Yeah, I forget his, his name. Uh, he's, he's the best guy. Big, the best uh, guy ever. Yeah. I even got him to sign. He signed oh. my tattoo he did on me with <laughs> Lol Harder. Yeah, I, nice. As well. he's got, he, he have really you guys ever met best. Emma Whitaker? No. Um, she works, like, she does all the... the conventions with total tattoos so she helps like the logistics of the conventions but she's a lovely lovely person and um she has a tattoo on her arm that is just a love heart with a scroll done by lal hardy but it just says lal in it (laughs) which which i think i love that i want that as well yeah i'd have that it's the best yeah Yeah, let's go get that everyone should go and get tattooed by lal though it's like if you're into tattooing i think it's like a rite of passage yeah. absolutely he is yeah. a, such a just like a powerhouse is have that we, the right term yeah it yeah, is yeah but also the fucking best person ever have, yeah, have we spoken on here about when when we were at brighton when he that that man asked him if he a was a, we have yeah. him, i thought we had yeah so, someone asked someone... him at the yeah you you do it <laughs> i think it sounds good when we talk over each other what you about? Though, isn't it? why, why? <laughs> Um, yeah, so we anyway, we were in this uh, bar. <laughs> no, we both do it at the same time. Go on, let's go, see if we can do it. Um, so we were so in this we were bar. In a bar. It was in Brighton. And, Lyle and was I was with Joe Black. And this geezer this came over was talking to Lal Hardy. Was. And we were like, oh my, and oh my God. And this guy had like 200,000 followers or Loads and loads of tattoos. And did black and grey realism and he, and he was like oh, uh, you're a said, oh my god are you a tattoo artist and Lau was, and like, was yeah. like yeah I'm, i oh, yeah. might i might be the, the like the genesis of tattoo right That's that, it. that was, and was good. like you're doing this convention because i did the first convention and the guy was like oh yeah. cool and then went back to like tracing his black and gray line that was really impressive yeah. i would that would have worked as like a speech jammer to me i just wouldn't have been able to say anything like <laughs> that was well impressive and <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say, I know we've asked your favorite, uh, like your people on your wish list, yeah. but this is the question we ask everyone: if you're on a desert island, which yeah. three tattooers? I, I also think we should we should maybe expand that out slightly to photographists, right? Slash yeah. photographers, oh. yeah. Slash tattooers. I appreciate that. Um, I, I mean, yeah. Obviously, I'm not a tattooer. I love hanging around with tattooers, but I think it. I'm going to mix in some photographers. I'm going to mix in some photographers. So the first guy would be a dude called Derek Ridgers. 
that everyone. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, Derek is probably one of the main like two reasons that I take photographs, and also really? like I completely stole my style off of him. Like <laughs> it's like if you look at some Derek, I think stole's wrong. I think there's a lot of things like yeah. like Lucy yeah. could say you stole bits from everyone. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. He, he's it's, a big influence of mine. Influence. I can see the influence, but I enjoy them both significantly. Yeah. Um, he was doing pictures of like skinheads and punks and heavily tattooed people in London in like the 19 like 1980s 1970s like before I was even born so he was doing all this like years before me so I'd love to bend his ear I would like to meet the guy as well um, <laughs> oh, so yeah. if he's listening by any chance not, 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 not just on a on a deserted island where there's no one else yeah I would I would, <laughs> I would take my partner Freya with me because she's the best and she's oh. a great tattooer. Uh, Big up this, Freya. This seems Shout like a Freya. good opportunity to plug her as well. Uh, Freya <laughs> tattoos on Instagram. She's yeah, amazing. We'll and the, the reason that I had the confidence to do what I do. Uh, oh. That matters. That matters. Three that is people. cool, though. That is cool, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? When someone, yeah. someone, in, someone in your life, whatever, when says, oh, you know, like me and Lucy, when we were talking about this, like, should we do this? Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. yeah. You, you know need, what I mean? You need someone like that for <laughs> sure. So there you go. I'll take I'll take Freya with me as well. As you and um, I suppose I should I should do like a oh, like a like. Can you do people that are like like dead and stuff? Yeah, sure. Can. You're on a desert island with oh, three right, people. Any you're, you're on a dead anywhere. Island. Yeah, dead. <laughs> Tattooers or photographers? Uh, fuck. I thought you had some well, in mind. Then, sorry. My my. I know. Yeah, that's what the, I thought you were going to say, Elvis. The like reason that I take photographs, I was taken to uh, an exhibition by a guy called Robert Blomfeld, who was a he was a street photographer in Edinburgh in the nineteen sixties, and he's incredible. He's dead, unfortunately, but <laughs> if I could if I could bring him to Desert Island and sort of pick his brains about photography Absolutely. as well, then then I would. That would be that would be pretty cool. How about that? Is that right? That's all, yeah, sounds great. I'm sorry, I'm distracted by it. There's a, an empty box precariously perched on a smaller yeah. box and Elvis has just climbed yeah. into it and I'm waiting for it to... You, you bad, you badly stacked. No need to apologise. <laughs> that usually happens way earlier in the piece where you forget to turn it off. Um, That's such a good one. One more thing, um, Cammy, before yeah. you go. Um, go for it. There's an oi oi band that I like called uh, Evil Conduct. Don't know if you're aware of them. I don't know them, but I can so, imagine I might like them. Well, they've got they've got a song called That Old Tattoo, which is about the lead singer's uncle's tattoo. Yeah. I think, yeah. Check it out. Okay. It's what you were saying about your uncle's tattoo is I think yeah. I think I think it might uh it might give you yeah. a little buzz. Cool. Wicked, I will wicked. do, man. I think there's a lot of people that have like similar stories like that, you know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Lucy's gone, but I'm going to say thanks, mate. That was absolutely superb. This is <laughs> cool, man. On, honestly, it's been so much fun talking to you, and your project's amazing. Oh, thank you. And it's on, honestly, it is the one of the coolest things that we've 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 had on here. Uh, uh, you know, it's just great. Thank you, Lucy. You back? Just burping. Sorry. <laughs> I was coughing. She came back and then burped. But honestly, I coughed. It, I would burp out loud. Okay, but honestly, um, it's 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 superb, and it's so great. Everyone, everyone, go check him out. And thanks. Yeah, superb, nice one, Lucy. Got anything else? And 
no, I'm just going to say, sorry, Elvis has been all right, cunt now. He's just like scrubbing. Sorry, Cammy's mum. Um, <laughs> she's all right with cunt from Scotland. Stop listening. Oh, yeah. She's hey. good, obviously. <laughs> Hi, Cammy's mum. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, uh, so <laughs> Elvis is now scratching out of the box. There was a very precarious moment. I had to like lift the whole box, which is the biggest box ever. I hadn't filled it because it was too big. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to carry that. Anyway, Cammy is. <laughs> Thank you. Everyone, um, everyone should go check out the enjoyed. Continuous port- Portrait Project. Yes. That's easy go for and you do that. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you should have a better name for it. Not mine. My- <laughs> <laughs> I've, 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 had, I've had two cans. Continuous yeah. <laughs> portrait project. Honestly, yeah. it's it's superb. Go yeah. look at Thank it. You, Every it. everyone who listens to this will look at it and immediately love it. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Absolutely. I know you're going to get loads of people and how great that is because it really is superb. Thank you, yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for your time and um, oh, no coming problem. on. Thanks, Wayne, for uh, Mick to stop scratching his willy late dying. Um, and uh... yeah. thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. No, oh, look, it's been look, awesome. And, and thanks to Danielle for setting us up. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Let's hang out. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You you guys are going to be in the project. Wee. Awesome. Love that. We should have a little trip to Edinburgh, Mick. Then we can see Danielle at the same time. Let me know. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you.